Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 19. There is only one way to learn patience, and that is the hard way. I am by nature a very impatient person. In many ways, I dare say the past year has made that much worse. Living alone and working from home has meant I have often felt in lots of ways like the king of the castle. But this has all been happening in a context of a year where we have all had to learn patience in some of the most painful ways, with not just the length of waiting feeling nearly unbearable, but also the sporadic and unpredictable nature of the changes. The day this episode comes out is the day before an announcement is expected telling those of us in England that the final lifting of COVID restrictions will be delayed, perhaps even by four weeks. It seems that we will all have to learn a little extra patience again. There is so much that could be said, but I'm not really sure what I can bring to those conversations around the mistakes made and the lessons learned on the type of actions and interventions that are needed on a national or global level to bring us through this pandemic. But perhaps there are some personal themes here which call back to past episodes. Broadly, for me, the much hinted at delay feels incredibly sensible. It buys extra time to provide more people with the protection of vaccination, both the strength of double dose plus two weeks, so-called vaccination, for many older and more vulnerable people, as well as the single dose protection for many, many others. And it feels that, given the new variants are more transmissible, that a little extra time is needed for vaccines to take the weight we need them to take. I know the comfort that comes with the protection of vaccination and it has been so heartwarming to see the number of people in my life beginning to benefit from that same protection continue to grow. It feels like the better future we were so desperate for is so close and so much more imaginable, so much more possible now. Perhaps that makes the waiting more difficult, but it also makes the need not to fall at the final hurdle more pressing. I know that much of the talk around this seems to paint a picture of the much-anticipated date of the 21st of June being some kind of Freedom Day, a so-called end of lockdown. But again, for me, current life, at least day to day, doesn't feel very locked down. In fact, there are still things that I could do that I'm still choosing not to do. 
but sat in a garden with friends last weekend or playing with nieces and nephews this weekend. It feels like so much of what I had painfully had to learn patience for has returned. I'm also not in a bubble here. I, I, I have friends and family and people I work closely with who desperately need for restrictions to lift for their normal to come back. Their patience is being pushed to and perhaps past its limit. I desperately hope they get the support they need to be able to wait a little longer, particularly those whose jobs and livelihoods rely on social distancing going away. We have all patiently waited for so much, and for some things we still are. We have all given up so much, and for some things we still are. The brighter days which have been the promised reward feel so tantalisingly close. Patience has been learnt the only way it can be, by waiting. Its limits found the only way they can be, by being tested and pushed and stretched beyond what we thought was possible. It is easy to say, be patient. It is hard to actually do it. But that is, I'm sorry to say... The only way. For the second part, of today's episode, I want to share a mindfulness meditation that I have found so helpful and comforting in calming the mind in troubled times. It won't speed up learning patience, but it can, I have found, help me to be more comfortable with accepting the waiting and being kinder to myself whilst I wait. This technique is called noting. Sit comfortably and take a few deep breaths. In through the nose and out through the mouth. And with your next outward breath, gently close your eyes if it is helpful to do so. Bring your attention to the breath. Notice it rise and fall. If it is helpful, you can count the breaths. One with the rise, two with the fall, and continuing until you reach ten and then just returning back to one again. Or you may choose to say rise as the breath rises and fall as it falls. 
When you notice your attention drift, captured by a thought or a feeling or a sensation, just notice it. Saying thought or feeling or sensation and gently returning focus to the breath. Know that the drift and return of focus is as natural as the rising and the falling of the breath. Take a few moments now to focus on the breath and gently note any thoughts, feelings or sensations. Take a moment now to let the mind drift. Do whatever it wants. And then, with a deep breath, just return your focus inward one last time. Begin to notice the world around you and when you're ready, gently open your eyes again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time.